Well, it is that time of year once again. We start to see all the beautiful bulbs light up the trees and houses all across the region. And once again, this year, we're remembering our loved ones in a special sort of way with the Snowflakes and Angels Christmas campaign. You know, each donation made to the Snowflakes and Angels Christmas campaign honors or remembers a loved one with a light illuminated on the Hotel du Shaver grounds. And uh, money raised from the 2022 Christmas campaign will go on to support uh, priority patient care and equipment that is not funded by the government. And uh, on the line with me today, I have Sarah Kovac. Now, Sarah, you know only too well how super important it is to have a campaign like Snowflakes and Angels over at Hotel Du Shaver. Uh, thanks again for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. You have such a great story. And I guess if you don't mind, let's kind of get right into your story, because I really think it's so important to uh, show to the, the regular listener all of the wonderful things that they do at Hotel Du Shaver. Yeah. So earlier this year in April, I had a persistent headache and then kind of turned into a little bit of facial numbness. And I went to the ER and I was told that I have a brain bleed wow. and I was OK at first, like I drove myself to the ER which I know is not recommended but like I I was fine honestly yeah and then after that I kind of started slowly deteriorating and I started losing all kind of everything until I ended up at Hamilton General and I ended up in the ICU and I had to have a drain put in my head to drain the excess liquid since my brain was too swollen and I couldn't drain the CSF liquid yeah. I was intubated for about five days since I lost the ability to breathe and then after that I had a tracheotomy put in and I had that for about a month and wow. then I, I had a feeding tube since I lost the ability to swallow slowly it was just like slowly my mom kept feeding me more and more pureed food until I couldn't even swallow that anymore so I had no foods or liquids and I had to have a feeding tube put in wow anything and, and then I'm gonna I stop you right there because for those of you that you know that might not know Sarah you're a young woman how old are you Sarah I'm 25 now, but I was 24 when that happened. And yeah, I kind of, I always say like on paper, I was kind of the picture of like a healthy 24 year old girl. I was a professional volleyball player. I've been playing sports and I've been active my whole life. I, I cared what I put in my body. Like I, I yeah. ate healthy food, but I mean, sometimes you just never really know what's going to happen. Right. That's so true. that's true. Even like they told me they're like, you're a healthy 24 year old girl. There's probably like nothing really wrong. And then they're like, there's, there's something in your brain. And I'm like, oh my goodness. But, and it's so amazing how quickly your body can deteriorate. I know. It was honestly like within days, like all of us, like I said, I was completely fine until all of a sudden I wasn't like slowly, wow. like I said, all those things happen. And then I, I couldn't move anymore. I couldn't move my arms. I could, so, to, and I couldn't talk anymore. So I honestly, to communicate, I could only nod since oh, I couldn't wow. move my hands to communicate what I needed to. So I would just hope that people would ask the right questions that day. And where where the bleed happened in my brain, I was I wasn't cognitively affected. So I do remember basically everything. I mean, of course, I slept a lot and like some of my memories are a little bit different, but for the most part, I do remember everything. So I was just like, Mom, please ask me today, like my oh. leg is like scratch my leg. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That must have been so frustrating for you. It is, yeah. But to be honest, like the nurses do an incredible job trying because they they have a lot of patients in that in that state so they know the questions to ask they like I, I couldn't move my body so I couldn't turn myself in bed 
Yeah. And they have to turn you every maybe three or four hours just so you don't get like bed sores. Yeah. And I remember like if I was uncomfortable and then or if my parents would move me and then I would be uncomfortable and I'm like they're like are you comfy and I'm like do I say yes or no because they're gonna have to move me again yeah <laughs> and I'm like, no I'm not comfortable I'm sorry <laughs> but also my parents my mom and my dad my mom was there with me by my side like eight to twelve hours a day every single day and I spent four four months in the hospital and my dad came to visit every single day I have wow. two other siblings at home so he couldn't be there all day every day but it they they did a good job just like knowing what to ask me and they eventually printed like a keyboard since okay. I had a tracheotomy so that's you can't you can't talk because it's something with like the vocal cords yeah and they eventually printed like a keyboard of the ABCs or like printed the ABCs and they would like I would squeeze their hand okay. when I got to the letter that I wanted to say and I would try to like spell out sentences so they did a really good job trying wow. to just like have me communicate because they recognize it's like not being able to talk yeah. is a difficult thing you know like you want to express what you mean but you can't and it's yeah. tough wow that is incredible what a story so obviously you know you were able to turn things around in the hospital but then what a lot of people don't realize uh and I realize now because we're in a, a similar situation in my own family where we have my mother-in-law in the hospital she's going on four months and you know her next step is to go to rehab and that is a whole new journey. So you go to Hotel Du Shaver and then how long, what is that process like? So I spent a little over two months in an acute care hospital before I was stable enough to come to Shaver or Hotel Du Shaver. And I remember thinking it's like, okay, this is hopefully my last stop. Like, you know, like now I'm good medically. Now I just need to get better and like do rehab. And I, when I got there, I knew I needed a lot of rehab. Like I said, like I couldn't do anything when I first got there they called me it's what they call a mechanical lift patient because I needed a mechanical lift to be put into my wheelchair or my dad is six seven and really strong so he would help me in my wheelchair too and those are really the only two methods I had to get into my wheelchair because I couldn't move by myself right and like I said like I hadn't eaten anything or drank anything for over three months and your speech language pathologist helps you with your speech but they also help you with your swallowing and I remember we talked about kind of like what are your goals and I'm like listen I of course want to be more understandable since my speech was very slurred at that point but I want to eat like I want to drink water yeah. I want to eat cake on my birthday like yeah. please help me eat food so I had to work on that I had double vision so I had to do therapy for my eyes because everything I saw was double like there wow. was just two of everything Wow. And obviously, like I said, I couldn't move my body. So it's like, you got to start somewhere. Like I I wanted to walk eventually one day, but I knew I wasn't going to walk tomorrow. So we started with like sitting on the side of the bed and then using standing frames to teach my body how to stand again. And I needed a lot of rehab, but honestly, Hotel Du Shaver was great. So I, I have heard so many great things about Hotel Du Shaver and, you know, you don't anticipate that you're ever going to need to use their facilities, but man, you're so glad that they're right there. And especially when you don't have to travel so far, because a lot of people don't have that option, right? A lot of people don't exactly. have the option of having a rehab center right in their own backyard. But like we'd mentioned right off the top, it's not government funded. Many of these places need equipment that the government's like, well, that's great. You need it, but you're not going to get the money for it. So we need these kinds of fundraisers in order to get that exactly. money. And I didn't know that. Like when you're there, like you said, like you never really know when you're going to need rehab, but it's the only 
rehab hospital and complex care center in Niagara, I think. So they always told me like, okay, you're going to Hotel Shaver. And I remember everyone was telling me, okay, Hotel Shaver is great. Like you're going to, you're going to get better there. The miracles happen at, at Hotel Shaver, And I'm like, okay, this place is great. I can do it. And like you said, like, I didn't know that half those things really aren't funded by the government because you think like, oh, healthcare funded by the government. And like, of course, a lot of medical things are thankfully funded here in Canada. Yeah. But like a lot of things that I need every single day at Hotel Shaver weren't funded by the government. Like I said, the standing frame and there's so many great tools like I couldn't stand, you know, and there's a lot of people that need help standing and kind of getting those muscles like you have to teach your body how to sit again you have to teach your body how to stand and you can't do it on your own like you have no muscles you have no strength to do that so you have special machines that kind of hold your body in that position and even the beds like I had no idea that the beds weren't funded and you spend a lot of hours of the day doing rehab of course but you spend most of the time in bed you know so you need it to be comfortable. You need it to be functional. Like hospital beds need to be a little bit different than regular beds. You know, it's so true. Yeah. It's really important. And like, I mean, I'm pretty tall. I'm like six feet tall. So you yeah. need like nice beds. Too. Nice like, long one. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like I don't want to be sore when I'm doing, when I'm learning how to walk again, you know, like I want to be as comfortable as I can be. And there's just so many things that aren't funded that you really need. Like it, yeah. it's not even like a, a luxury it's honestly a necessity you know to to for rehab you need to get better so I love this and uh like I say your story is just so truly inspirational and shows you what determination can how far it can get you how long were you in Hotel Shaver? I was at Hotel Shaver for about two months oh wow and honestly like when I first got there I thought it would be longer than two months but thankfully like when I first got there I needed a lot of rehab and things were kind of just like going a little slowly but I had a little progress report about like I would write down all my progress, you know, because it's it's a special thing that I would like to look back on one day. It's like, wow, I remember when I stood for the first time or when I walked again for the first time. And I remember for me, it was sitting on the side of the bed without help since I kind of had like I needed to work on my neck muscles and my core muscles and sitting was really hard. And we would time to see how long it takes, how long I can go. And yes. the first time I did it was 26 seconds. Oh, wow. And then slowly but surely, like it went up to two minutes and then five minutes. And then I could stand for 10 or not 10. I could stand in the standing frame for 10. And then I really quickly started getting better after that. It was like day by day, new things would happen. And I remember it was like the Thursday I stood for two minutes. The Friday I stood for three minutes. And then on the Monday, I took my first steps along. And wow. it was just like. I mean, like, you never really know with the brain injury how things are going to progress. But I I really tried to take it one day at a time. Like, I couldn't go back. I knew I couldn't go back and change what had happened. You know, like, that's impossible. So I just tried to get a little bit better every single day. And peop- everyone at Hotel Shaver helped me with that, too. And I, I think, I don't know, I, I tried to be as positive as I could and try to have a good mindset since that's really the only thing I had control over. And yeah. And then I started getting better really quickly. And then eventually I made it home before my 25th birthday. So I was really excited about that. And I got to eat cake. So and you got to eat cake. That's the yeah. best thing. Good for you. How are you feeling these days? I'm honestly feeling really great. Yeah, I am very thankful for the rehab that I got. And once I came home too, like I, I there's something special about being home. So I recovered a lot at Hotel Shaver, everything I could. And then when you're home, there's just something safe and comfort uh, comfortable yeah. about being home. So 
I've been doing really well. Well, like you just said a moment ago, miracles do happen at Hotel Du Shaver. I think that's an important uh, thing to remember. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you mean, your story is so incredible. It, it is one of so many stories that go through Hotel Du as well. So uh, that's why it's important to make a gift to the Snowflakes and Angels Christmas campaign. Uh, you're helping to ensure that Hotel Du Shaver is has got the proper equipment so people like Sarah are able to make those recoveries, you know, fully recover, even partially recover, right? Because uh, that's what Hotel Du Shaver is all about, to give you, uh, if not all of your life back, the life that you had before, at least give you part of it back and able to function again in society. So that is fantastic. Sarah, thank you so much. It's really been a pleasure talking to you today. Anything else you want to leave us with? I think I covered most things, but honestly, like you said, like miracles truly do happen at Hotel Du Shaver and I'm just extremely grateful for my time there and everything that I had. And like you said, like, hopefully everyone goes there to recover as much as they can, but Hotel Du Shaver really does an amazing job helping you kind of gain independence back and helping you get better as much as you can. So you can get back to living your life, however that may be. So honestly, I'm very grateful for my journey there. I love it. Funds raised from the 2022 Christmas campaign supporting the purchase of uh, priority patient care equipment that, as you mentioned at the top, is not funded by the government. Uh, medical uh, Medication carts and patient beds, as Sarah mentioned, rehab needs, uh, donations, contributions to the campaign. We can take those all. You can uh, do that over at Hotel Du Shaver's website, and we'll post all the information on that over on our links as well. Sarah, again, thank you so much for your time today, and I hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and Merry Christmas. Bye.